Spring into reading this season with the Biblio Lifestyle 2024 Spring Reading Guide. In this season's guide, I've handpicked 21 of the best new books and I've organized them across six categories. So whether you're looking for a romance novel that will give you a happily ever after, a thrilling mystery to keep you guessing, or an immersive historical fiction book, this guide has a book or three or seven just for you. Now, if 21 books sounds like too much for you, there's a minimalist reads list in the guide, which includes a list of six must-read books from across genres. But wait, that's not all. The spring reading guide also includes fun recipes, spring activities and lifestyle tips. So head on over to springreadingguide.com and download your copy of the guide. That's springreadingguide.com and download your free copy of the 2024 spring reading guide. So download your free copy and discover your next favourite book. Happy reading! Hello, I'm Victoria from Biblio Lifestyle, and you're listening to the Reader's Couch podcast, the show that will help you bridge the gap between living a full and busy life to one where you're reading, learning new things and having fun. In today's episode, I'll be sharing the five things I'm focusing on for 2024. So if you're open to hearing where my head is at, what I'm thinking and what I'm working towards this year, and maybe by listening to my story, you'll get inspired yourself and walk away with some ideas, then this episode is just for you. So stay tuned. Hi friends, welcome again to The Reader's Couch. I'm your host, Victoria Wood, and in today's episode, I'll be sharing the five things I'm focusing on for 2024. So I've been thinking, and I've been thinking just a lot about my life in general, how much and how little things have changed, especially since sharing book content online, and I've been doing that since 2017. And when I really think back, back then, all I had was an Instagram page. I didn't have the website. I didn't have the newsletter. This podcast you're listening to did not exist. And if I'm being honest, I also didn't read as many books or read as widely or as diversely as I do today. So for that, you know, for the whole sharing books on the internet, meeting new people and discovering new kinds of books, I am forever grateful. But when I really think about just how much content I create and just how much things have evolved, truth is I've been doing a lot of work. So it's also why I'm sitting with myself, thinking, trying to get clear and just reevaluating everything I'm doing, especially in this bookish space. And I don't know about you, but there's just something about the new year that just gives you this extra boost of energy. So I feel like the new year is just a perfect time to really reevaluate and start thinking about the future. So that's what I'm doing with you all today, because I'll be sharing the five things I'm focusing on 
for 2024. So I'll be sharing my top five priorities for the next year. But truth is, I am making a commitment to not just limit this, to just end this at the end of the year. Instead, I'm hoping to stick to this for a minimum of three years. I can reevaluate then, but I can also go on longer if possible. And that's the thing with goals and priorities. As you're going along, I do think it's important to hit pause and reevaluate to one, see if this is something you really wanted to do, but also to see if how you're approaching things is really working. Because at the end of the day, the goals I am making, the plans I have, the ultimate goal is that by doing these things, it should help support both my personal goals, my professional goals, and just how I show up in this space. And just as an online bookish content creator, so to say. But anyways, enough talking. Let's get into the five things I'm focusing on for 2024. Okay, so one of the things I'm focusing on for 2024 is community. And I think sometimes as humans, we kind of forget that we're really social creatures. We thrive on community and more importantly, we thrive on finding connection. So that's why community is one of my top priorities this year. I want to build and continue to build a strong, supportive community around me. And having that community that really supports my pursuits and what I'm working towards. Now, here's the thing. I don't expect one community to support every single thing, but I think it's important to have like different pockets of communities and different groups that cater to different interests and can support me where I am in a particular uh, journey or on a particular project or interests that I have. So ultimately, it's all about finding balance. It's about surrounding myself with people who uplift me, who challenge me and who inspire me. So there are different spaces where I want to foster more community. And here's an example. So I am a member of a local women's group. It's also kind of a social club and fundraising at the same time. So they kind of do two things. We get together socially once a month, but during our social meetings, it's also a working meeting. So then you're making plans for fundraising activities that you hope to achieve in the months ahead, the weeks ahead, and just over the general year. And what the fundraising does is really to support and provide scholarships for young women. So I'm really excited to continue to show up in that space. But more specifically, I'm really looking forward to showing up in the selection committee because that's something that's been on my heart for the longest time is that while I do think it's important to support young women um, coming out of high school who are going into college and stuff like that. I think it's important to support women, what do you call them, mature students, right? So someone who's going back to school who is not in their teens or early 20s, but also someone who might be um, in their 40s and going back and making a career change or doing something like that. So I really want to be a part of that. It's a great way to kind of show up for people within our community, because the thing is, um, this is given to girls and women within our county. So it's like being a part of that and and showing up in that way instead of just, you know, uh, doing the social stuff and participating in the fundraising, which again, there's nothing wrong with that. But um, 
yeah, I want to be a part of the selection committee that kind of helps to make those decisions. I also want to show up at the food bank that my church provides because again, it's like showing up for real people in my community. I think ultimately that's part of the goal. So it's like, how can I show up for people in my community? How can I get to know people in my community? How can I start having conversations with them. And I think it's through these groups. So it's like finding community with people within your community, but also finding community with other like-minded individuals who are doing the work already. So it's, yeah, I think that's one of my big things is showing up in person in my community and interacting with those real people. You know, I think that's really important. Also, I want to show up in my bookish and reading online space as well. And I guess that's where the Biblio lifestyle community is. This is a space where I can really deep dive into books and reading and also just lifestyle related things. You know, this is a space where we can talk about self-care and wellness and also do some crafting. So I think this is going to be my reading and creative space. I think that's ultimately what it is. It allows me to just go on and on about the books I'm reading and loving, hear from other people as well. But also it allows me to show up creatively because when I really think back to the beginning, when I started my Instagram page in 2017, it was as a creative outlet. It really was that was the root of it all. And sometimes it feels good going back to your roots, which is I wanted to read some of those classic books that have one been on my shelf for a long time, but have been on my mental TBR as books I would love to read when I had more time. And I found the more time and I started reading these books. Obviously, I got diverted, but it feels good kind of going back and making it more a space where I can show up creatively, but also still go on and on about the books I'm reading. So I'm super excited for the crafting projects I have planned for the community, really excited about the challenges that we'll be doing together. And um, yeah, just having a space where you can find that support and find those people that uplift you and challenge you and inspire you. I think that is so important to have that space because sometimes life gets hard, you know, it really, really does. So it feels good to have that space where you can find meaning, you can find purpose, and you can have an outlet for your creative pursuits or even just other pursuits that you might have. So 2024 is the year I'll be focusing on building stronger relationships with those around me and just really creating a space where we can learn from each other, uh, show up for each other and also grow together. So I'm really excited to be doing this both in my physical community when I go outside my door, but I'm also excited about having this space with my online community as well. Because having those spaces where you can connect and learn and support each other is just really, really crucial. Another thing I'm focusing on this year for 2024 is collaboration. Collaboration is a big thing for me this year. And it's honestly something I've been wanting to do for a long time. And it's something I know for a fact I want to do more of in the future. Because I'm of the belief that collaboration just leads to so many things. It leads to innovation. It leads to growth. And honestly, as an individual, 
you know, we can only go so far on our own because, I mean, there's a saying about this, right? Um, What's that saying? No man is an island. So I think it's really important to collaborate with others out there in the community. I think I've been blessed to have met with and collaborated with some amazing people. And yeah, I just want to continue that in the year uh, ahead and just for many years to come. So from collaborating with other content creators when organizing the Epigraph Literary Festival, festival, which by the way, the festival is going to be looking a lot different this year, but you can just expect the same good vibes with readers hosting happy hour sessions at the end of the day. I think that's one of my favorite things, quite honestly. And I think readers really love that the most too, because after all, those are the sessions people show up to the most. So yes, I'm really excited and looking forward to collaborating with more bookish content creators and also just other content creators in the lifestyle space. So if you're listening and you're a content creator yourself, I mean, get in touch, slide into my DMs. You know, I'm really excited about working with other people. Uh, A new collaboration this year is a collaboration I'm doing with Cindy from the Thoughts from a Page podcast and Amy from MamaAdvice.com and the Book Gang podcast. I'm really, really excited about this. I'm so grateful. The women said yes when I told them about my crazy idea. Let's get together. Let's collaborate on the podcast. You will be hearing more from these women in this space as well. So get excited about that if you aren't already. So yeah, you know, I'm really excited about the year ahead in terms of collaborating. I have been building up the courage to slide into some people's DMs myself and say, hey, would you be interested in this too? You know, sometimes I do get a bit intimidated, but I'm planning to put myself out there some more and, you know, get in touch with people and see how I can show up for them. And, you know, hopefully that would be something of interest. So yes, long story short, I'll be actively seeking out more opportunities to collaborate with others and just really create content that reflects just the diversity of voices within our bookish communities. So yeah, so from content creators to authors to everyone, you know, I'm constantly reaching out and hopefully more people will say yes. Another thing I'm focusing on for 2024 is confidence. Now, confidence is not something that comes naturally to me, if I'm being honest. It's something I've always struggled with just not feeling like I could show up as my authentic self, then getting into the content creation space and just feeling like I'm not doing enough, like no one's not seeing me, just feeling like I'm practically invisible sometimes and just, you know, just not feeling like your work is good enough and and just all those negative thoughts. But in 2024, I'm committed to working on increasing my confidence, just kind of like I was mentioning earlier about sliding into people's DMs and emails in terms of collaboration. I've recognized that part of the reason why I was a bit nervous to do stuff like that, it it was because of my confidence, because I felt like, well, I don't have enough to offer these individuals. And then of course, you can't help but think about, you know, past experiences when you'd get in touch with people and like, no one responds, you know, kind of vibe. So instead, I want to focus on confidence. I want to recognize that, hey, 
not everyone will see and understand and appreciate what you're doing. Not everyone will want to support you and that's okay. Um, not everyone will say yes to, again, collaborating with you, working with you, doing an interview, nothing. So it's like just recognizing that I am enough and I am doing enough and I want to focus on celebrating my achievements more. I want to acknowledge my strengths. I want to not be afraid to share my voice and opinion and just, yeah, just work on confidence. Now, here's the thing. I've come a long, long, long way since my teens, my twenties, you know, early thirties, just all that stuff. So I've come a long way. I've built a lot of confidence, but you know, there is room for growth and I'm always I'm always ready to embrace that, if that makes sense. Because I think a lot of us, especially women, I think we don't have enough confidence and belief in ourselves. Uh, sometimes I feel like men have a lot more than we do because Lord knows they will apply for a job if they don't feel, even if they're not as qualified, but as women, we're, we're already in our heads saying, eh, I'm not qualified for this and whatever, as opposed to shooting or shot. So yes, I think when we have more confidence in ourselves, we can achieve more, we can do great things and more opportunities will open up for us. So yes, one of the things I'm planning to work more on and prioritize is building and sustaining and just, you know, celebrating myself and building my confidence. Okay, so another thing I'm focusing on for 2024 is boundaries. Okay, so boundaries, I feel like it's a buzzword, you know, everyone's talking about boundaries, but I think boundaries are incredibly important. This is another big one for me and something I've struggled with in the past. I've come a long way. <laughs> I've come from a place of having no boundaries to having some and it's something I want to maintain and also build on in the year ahead because I've come to realize from just setting a few, you know, boundaries, both in my personal and professional life, that setting boundaries is just incredibly important for my well-being, but also important for my growth. So as someone who is a people pleaser by nature, that's me, it's easy for me to say yes to everything and to everyone and wanting to show up for everyone and everyone and doing all the things. I've realized over the years that that can lead to burnout, that can lead to me neglecting my own needs. And this is something I've noticed over the years, but I've also noticed that by setting boundaries, by setting non-negotiable, I have been so much better off mentally, um, physically, emotionally, and all these different ways. I don't have burnout like I used to. And I've been achieving things that I've set out to achieve. And one, well, not really one, but a few tweaks. And just by setting boundaries in different areas in my life, oh my gosh, it has worked wonders. So my thing is I want to step this up a notch a bit. So for this year, for 2024 and hopefully beyond, I'll be working on setting more healthy boundaries in the different areas in my life. So this will include saying no when I need to, taking breaks when necessary, and of course, prioritizing self-care. I think prioritizing self-care has 
has been one that has just been incredibly beneficial to me. Just having a morning routine and a before bed routine, having that sleep hygiene has been incredibly helpful. Even though I want to say yes to everybody and everything, you know, I've been a lot more selective and it has helped me so much more by setting non-negotiables when it comes to moving my body and just doing everything I need to do before showing up for everyone else. Uh, I'm a morning person. So it's like, I want to get, I want to move my body first thing in the morning. I want to journal first thing in the morning. I want to just enjoy some quiet meditation time, you know, not chugging my coffee, even though sometimes I do have to chug. I mean, life just dictates that has to happen. But on those days when I can just actually sit with my coffee savor my coffee, not chugging my, um, or scarfing rather, scarfing down my breakfast, but actually just, you know, having those moments when I can, um, just take my time and, and be more present. That has, that has been incredibly helpful, including with my meals. So yeah, you know, setting boundaries, setting those non-negotiables, um, I think is incredibly important. And that's something I will be prioritizing and focusing on in the new year. And another thing I'm focusing on for this year is being present. That's another thing I think is also kind of a buzzword or buzz phrase is, you know, being more present, being more mindful and all those things. But the truth is, again, I think it's something that has a lot of positive merits about it. And again, part of slowing down and being more mindful, you know, I've been doing and I've been implementing these things on small scales. And then I'll just add a little bit more and a little bit more as I've been going on through life. And I can't even tell you just again, how beneficial it has been to my well-being. So again, it's like I'm adding more building blocks on this foundation of being present because again, I've seen the benefits. So it's definitely something I want to focus on and double down on in the new year, but for years ahead. And the thing is, we just have to recognize we live in a world where there's so many distractions or phones are always buzzing about. There's always a notification. There's always something vying for our attention. And that doesn't even to begin to take into account or personal life or family life or work life and our professional life. I mean, if you're just existing in this world and you have a smartphone, I am telling you, there's always something pulling at your attention. So I think it's important to find that time to be present because with our society and just how fast everything is going it can be really hard to be present and be focused. So again, this is why in 2024, I'm making it a priority to be more mindful. I want to savor each moment as it comes. It's kind of like what I was saying before, where I try to have more days when I can actually sit and sip and enjoy my coffee and have my go to my class where I'm moving my body, where I can sit with my journal for 5, 10, 15 minutes, depending on what I need. And just, you know, just being there, not rushing through life. Because again, life is happening. This is it. It's not a dress rehearsal. Um, This is it. It is happening in real time. So I'm making it a priority to be present, to enjoy each moment as it comes. Um, I do want to practice some more meditation. Like I'm the queen of five minute meditation. <laughs> so I'm constantly adding a minute to it. Again, I started by just sitting still for a minute and focusing on my breath for a minute. Then I knocked it up a notch and went two minutes, three minutes, four minutes, five minutes. Like five minutes can feel like 
a really long time sometimes. So that's what I'm saying. I want to continue to build on this. I love going outside. I love going to the park. Um, It's been really gloomy here in Florida for the past two weeks. Again, we are not as crazy cold as it was, um, as it is in other parts of the country. Uh, So, you know, I have that to be grateful for, but it just hasn't been great weather to be outside. But I still try and get out there. I still try to focus on gratitude and joy, which by the way, we're going to have a 30 days of gratitude challenge in the community. So if that's something you're interested in, sign up, show up, participate. It's going to be a fun time. And yeah, you just might even walk away with tips on how to be a bit more present and a bit more mindful. Because again, this world can be just crazy busy, just always pulling at our attention. So yeah, that's one of the things I'm hoping to focus on. And that is being more present. Alrighty, friends, there you have it. The five things I'm focusing on for 2024. I'm focusing on community, collaboration, confidence, boundaries, and being present. I really hope that just by me sharing and just telling you what I've been thinking and feeling, I hope this might inspire you to just think about your own life and your own goals and just the things that you want to achieve and focus on, not just for this year, but for the years to come. Yeah, I hope it just, you know, just made you think a little about how you can take care of yourself better and show up for your loved ones better too. I also want you to remember that honestly, this is a journey right? It's ongoing. You're learning, you're building, you're just doing little by little by little. Again, I think my meditation practice is one that has really taught me just the importance of just doing a little and building on that as you go along. Again, just focusing on my breathing for a minute to two minutes to three and now I'm up to five and you know just building on that until you get to 10 it's and some days you'll do more and some days you'll do less but you know that's okay because again it's a journey it's not a destination and we are constantly learning and evolving every day so I hope this gave you some ideas I hope it inspired you in some way or just made you think for a little, you know, just made you think about where you are now, where you want to be, what you'd like to do and just, you know, maybe what you would like to focus on in the new year ahead. Alrighty, friends, that's it. That's all for now. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being here. And I'm looking forward to chatting with you again soon. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to the Reader's Couch podcast. Please subscribe to the show, share it with a friend and take a few seconds to leave a rating and review. Until next time, stay lounging, stay reading and whenever you're in doubt, go straight to your local bookstore or library. Thanks again for listening and happy reading.